0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Talk Time with Tom and Tina.
1: Welcome back, everybody.
0: We've got a slightly different setting this evening for Tom, who's in the CBD with a fantastic backdrop.
1: Gorgeous, huh?
0: Yeah. Um, today we're going to give you just a bit of an update on what's happened this week around the world and a little bit of economic um, economic um, information, but also a couple of different case studies that Tom and I have seen this week, which after chatting realised that it's, it's getting more and more common. So... Um, Over to you, Tom, for the wrap-up.
1: Yeah, this week uh, we've seen a number of different inflationary statistics come out from across the globe um, from other countries. Um, These are countries like New Zealand, the US, the UK, really major countries, um, and their inflation's, quote-unquote, falling to the floor. Um, Their their annualised month-on-month inflation data is, in some cases, in the target range, um, which is great. It means that um, interest rates are very close to their terminal levels. And in fact, a lot of the equivalent economic commentators in New Zealand um, are actually saying that the RBA equivalent, the RBNZ, won't increase interest rates further from where they are now. Um, and that's a really great sign because the RBNZ has been one of the more aggressive central banks to increase interest rates. Um, and so that's a really good sign that um, we're really close here in Australia as well. Um, and, um, and so we're sort of seeing those types of things this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we are still having more and more conversations with people that are feeling the pinch. So, it's a real relief to to start to hear that because it yeah, means people of... can start to make some some more substantial plans. Um, and 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 hopefully start to see rates come down. I don't yeah, totally. want to go there, but um, you know, at some point that that looks likely to be on yeah, the cards. Maybe as like well. maybe the next
1: six twelve months we might see to start to see the first rate reduction, but. It depends on what the data looks like at the time, and um, yeah. the forecasts have been pushed back once already. So we'll see what happens in that regard. Yeah. Um, one of the other parts of the updates um, that has been coming out this week is um, more banks offering solutions to mortgage prison. And there's a couple of different idiosyncrasies to the policies, but effectively, um, the assessment rate is the main aspect. It's reduced from three to one percent for eligible clients um, who have existing home loans. So um, if you couldn't refinance before, um, or you know, you were told that you you know that was your issue, um, there is now multiple solutions for that problem.
0: Yeah, and the beauty of the multiple solutions means that clients have choice around rate as well. Yeah. Um, and you know every lender's servicing calculator, irrespective of the fact that they've only got a potentially a one percent buffer, still has their nuances and their credit policies with that. but one one of those lenders is telling us that you can actually change your loan um from principal interest to interest only for investment. So, yeah. yeah, reach out um if this applies to you because there's there's get, we're getting more and more options available. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I wanted to to talk about is something that because I, I do a lot of um a lot of lending to investors, particularly those that have multiple investment properties um and one thing that comes up a lot is that the, the query of, if I buy an investment property and it goes up in value, then that should be sufficient for me to then just buy another property and then hopefully it goes up in value and then I can buy another property and another property and so it continues. And look, history may have allowed you to do that if we go back seven, eight years ago before the regulators changed how interest-only loans are assessed. But I just really wanted to point out that it's great to have equity and, yes, properties do go up in value over time, But there is a real key equation in there that is needed to be able to buy that additional property, and that is borrowing capacity, which is essentially an income function equation of all your incomings and outgoings and rental, of course, but the banks want to see that you have the ability to service the loan on the principal and interest repayments of that loan. And so what that means is while you might know people, you may read stories on the internet. I saw one in uh, realestate.com of a, a chap that was earning sub 100000 that has been able to buy seven investment properties. And my answer to that is he likely did it more than eight years ago and times have changed. So just bear that in mind. Do your research. Start out early and, and talk to a mortgage broker and get your borrowing capacity figures prior to going and creating this grand scheme of um, multiple investment properties um, and retiring by 50.
1: Or the purchase price is 100000 on each of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: That's not in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe in a little mining town somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and the, the other case study we had today was one from me. Um, this week I helped a client – by using what's called a family guarantee it effectively allows the client to purchase a property without a deposit um, and providing they're comfortable with new payments which they were in this case similar to the rental payments that they already had um, they can borrow 80 percent against the property that they're purchasing and then finance the residual amount they require against the family member's property so it could be a brother or a grandparent or um, a parent and it's a great solution obviously it requires um you know a a conversation with the parent if it's the parent for example it's most common to say hey look there's going to be a, a loan that's secured by first mortgage on your property for a long time could be six months could be five years that's really the main aspect of the guarantee until it's released but it's a really great solution as opposed to paying mortgage insurance which can cost tens and thousands of dollars or waiting two or three years to save up an extra deposit by which the property prices could have gone up by much more than that. So it's a great solution, just one to look out for. Um, and as one of the many options in the arsenal to use um when you're purchasing a property without
0: a normal twenty percent deposit. Yeah, absolutely. Love a good parental guarantee loan. Totally. Um thanks everyone. Have a fantastic weekend and we will see you next week. Thanks everybody. Cheers. Bye.